Hey, what's up, everyone? It is the top of the new year, 2023, and we are going to thrive. I just want to say at the top of the show, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. For those of you who have been here with me for years, I also would love if you had the opportunity to leave a review. Not only does it help the show, but it also helps me when I read them know things that you like to listen to and things that inspire you. We have really great reviews, so I'm really excited about, but I want more. I want other people out there to be able to enhance their ability to trust and believe in all the things that we have going on on the show and in the show. I also want to tell you that I want to enhance the show a little bit this year. So we're going to try to do some in-studio interviews because I realize that when I'm with people and I can feel the energy, it just makes things all the better. And I know it will help you all enjoy the show too. I also want to tell you that I love interviewing people and it's really great, but I also really love talking to you guys. I had a therapy session yesterday, which was really amazing. And one of the things I talk about is kind of struggling with finding my authenticity when I'm just talking. And it's not like that I don't believe in what I'm saying, but I just have this desire to really be impactful to people. And it's so much easier for me to do when I'm doing it through fitness and my therapist just let me talk which is what <laughs> you do in therapy and so I finish and he's like your storytelling is great he was like use that to take that to really inspire and uplift people so I'm going to invite you a little bit more into my personal life so get ready to enhance your ability to trust and believe in your power to thrive in 2023 What's up? You're better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, everyone. So we're going to do a little quiz today. It's not a little quiz. It's actually a big quiz. So if you're driving, I want you to think hard. If you're cleaning your house or if you're doing some kind of work, every time I ask you a question, just kind of write down an answer or put it in the notes in your phone. I use the notes on my phone all the time, which is why if you see me looking down, that's what I'm looking at. So we're going to do a 1 to 10 scale, 10 being I thrive amazing, 1 being, oh, 
not thriving so much at the moment, and we're going to just really try to uplift you and really kind of just take you to a place of where you are right now in your current space and these seven things that we're going to talk about pertaining to your life and how you're thriving in them right now. So the first one is the totality of your life. How much do you feel like you're thriving in the totality of your life? Now, when I say that, it's not for you to be judgmental about yourself or pick yourself apart. I really want you to try to think about this objectively. Just kind of like sit back and look at it in a really good way and kind of answer these questions as if you really want to help yourself, but you also have to be extremely honest. So on a scale of one to 10, how much are you thriving in the totality of your life? I'm not even going to tell you what that means because there's so much to talk about. I don't want to put anything in your mind. I just want you to literally go into the hood of your head. And I have to go on this little tangent for a second. So whenever you take voice lessons, a lot of people feel like they need to sing from their belly or people tell them to sing from their diaphragm. When in reality, you should find this kind of space in your head. You know, when you yawn, you kind of yawn and it almost feels like your head opens up. It's kind of like, that's where I want you to like think from today and feel from today. Like the totality of your life, like open your mind, clear your brain. You can do a big yawn. And I just want to know, you know, how much are you thriving right now in that headspace and everything that you're doing in your life? And we will break that down a little bit more. And the reason why I decided to talk about this today is because I just texted a friend one day and I was like, how are you? And his answer was very vague and just seemingly, I don't want to say negative. It was just seemingly like he was struggling just a little bit with something. So I just asked him, I said, you know, are you happy? And his first response wasn't just yes or no. He was like, well, I don't think everybody's happy all the time. And while I 100% agreed with him, that told me that something's going on in his life. And I was like, oh, you know, so what's going on? There wasn't a glass half full. It was just kind of like, I don't think everyone's happy all the time. He's like, well, I'm sick and I'm going through this. And I'm like, but what else? Because there have been times in his life where he's been sick and he's still been thriving and it's he's just has a cold. And so, you know, he skirted around the issue, which I'm completely fine with. I didn't pressure him, but it did make me think, you know, how happy are you and how much are you thriving in the totality of your life? And I don't want to give my answers because it's not necessarily important for this particular question because it's really about you. But the reason why I want to start with that before I break everything down is because at the end of the day, you have to know where you are in order to progress forward. You don't have to be at a five. You don't have to be at a nine. You don't have to be at a one. You don't have to be at a 10. You just have to literally know where you are at this very moment because what happens as we go throughout the year And unfortunately, we have to use years as our benchmark for where we are in our lives. And we use this this day one of the new year to kind of restart and continue to gain that momentum through the finish line. But in order to progress forward, you have to know where you are. Just like an insanity, I have the fit test. I don't expect people to be really great (laughs) at the fit test when they do insanity for the first time because it sucks like it is just the worst it sucks it sucks it's so hard 
But here's what happens when people start insanity and they say, hey, I started insanity and they talk about how much they failed at the fit test. And I'm like, but did you really fail? Or are you going to congratulate yourself for number one, trying and number two, realizing where you are? That is exactly how I want you to go through this questionnaire that we're going to do today, this quiz, and also while you answer this particular question and you start going throughout your year, where are you right now in a non-judgmental way? Because your ability to thrive can only be fueled by you knowing where you are. I want you to really kind of know, this is where I'm at. I kind of have my place. I know I'm not all the way happy. I know I'm not all the way sad, but just for you to be able to get a benchmark so you know where you can start. Because, you know, in a few months or however long before I do my check-in again with you, I want you to be able to say, this is where I was and this is where I'm at. And I'll use the fit test again as an example. Everybody feels like they suck in the beginning of insanity. And then eight weeks in, they can't believe how much they can do. And so I want you to kind of, if you've never done insanity, I mean, I recommend it, but I kind of just want you to be ready. But if you've never done insanity, what happens is you just work really hard so that you know Every two weeks, you can take this test and you can see how far you've come. So that's why I want you to know the totality of your life. And now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. That's going to be probably bring out a little bit more emotion in you and probably a little more thought. So the second thing we're going to talk about is your job. You know, how much are you thriving in your job? And again, this is not for you to talk about, well, I hate my job or I love my job. It's how much are you actually thriving in it at this moment? Now, your answer may determine whether it's time for you to move forward to a new job or create an exit strategy or something that's going to help you thrive a little more. Or maybe you might be like, you know what? I'm so exhausted. I'm doing a really great job. I just kind of want to scale back, do a little bit less so that it's more impactful. One of the things that I realized and I spent 2022 doing, which was super, super scary. Obviously, I had surgery. I started a new fitness regimen. I fell in love with fitness again. I went back to therapy. I am now doing frequent health checks. One of the things I spent doing this entire year, even with social media, is I was just like, I'm just going to spend this year, 2022, throwing noodles up against the wall because what I felt was happening in the world of social media and in the job and in fitness and being with Beachbody for 20 years and the pandemic happening and all of this stuff, I felt like I was just falling into what I was supposed to do. And I feel like sometimes when you fall into what you're supposed to do, you become stuck, you become stagnant, you become less creative and you become less free within your own self. And it's not to say that what you're doing in your job is not what you're supposed to be doing. It's just saying like, if I want to do this and I want to stay here, I want to do something new. I want to be challenged because I think being challenged is really great. So for me, I know I'm going to take a hit in the social media world because people are probably going to be like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. I'm like, I can't care about that. Even with my fitness, I knew when I got shoulder surgery, there was going to be some kind of change and I didn't know if I was going to heal well. One of the things that I did realize is that I need to cut back more and go hard. For me, I really believe, at least in this point in my life, that less is more. And when I say less is more, is 
not trying to do everything, but trying to do some things and things that you really, really love so that you can be most impactful in the areas of your life or in the areas of your job that you want to be impactful for. You want to be impactful for yourself. You want to find joy with what it is that you do. You want to challenge yourself. For me, with business partners that I have, I want to be more impactful so that they are happy with what I'm giving them. And I just want to feel valued and I want to add value to what it is that I'm doing. And a lot of times what you might feel is that you're doing, the more you do is more valuable. And sometimes it's like, I'm going to scale back and make this more impactful. Or you may be on the flip side of things. You might be like, I am not giving my all to this one or two projects. And there's a reason why you might not be giving your all. Maybe you're not enjoying it, which is a whole other thing. And you need to switch it up to make yourself enjoy it. Or you need to just focus on being able to give it more. There are so many different things that come into play for you to be able to thrive in your job. So I hope you're able to take that and maybe you're going to spend 2023 now throwing noodles up against the wall. For me, it's easy because I'm a business owner, but you can also talk to your boss or your supervisor or maybe your team and just say, listen, this is what's happening. This is where my brain is. Let's stay on top of the game. But in order to move forward, I kind of have to do some soul searching and internal research and external research to be like, how am I going to thrive in this to make this better next year? And the last thing I'll say when it comes to that, sometimes you have to look at your job, even though you are progressing forward, you also have to look at it like it's practice for a game. You're like, I'm working hard. I'm doing the work. My muscles are strong. For me, I was a hurdler. It's like, I'm practicing the hurdles. I know I'm really fast over the hurdles, but I have to really, really practice really hard and figure out where I am at this moment and my strength and my speed so that when I do enter the competition or the race, I'm ready to go. It's not that you're slacking. You're just not putting yourself in the race. You're just doing the hard work so that, again, you stay successful, but you want to get to a point where you thrive beyond the day you enter that race, and that's with your job. You want to just do everything that you can possibly do so that next year or in six months, you're like, I've done the research, I've done the work, and now it's time to blast off. Don't be afraid to say, you know what, I'm going to change my tactics and I'm going to practice a little more so that you can be better in about six months. Because sometimes forcing things can only make it worse. So your job, one to 10, what was it? All right, we're going to hit number three, your fitness have to talk about fitness, obviously, because I know a lot of you do my workouts. And if you're not into fitness, let's make it mental fitness, even though we're going to talk about mental health in a little bit. So how much are you thriving in your fitness on a scale of one to 10? I know it's really crazy. So a lot of people will say, oh my gosh, I didn't work out for the holiday season and you're beating yourself up. And I'll tell you this now, don't quote me on specifics, but I did read something scientific yesterday that was like, if you are super consistent and you don't work out for, I don't know, something like 10 days or a few weeks or something like that, just not working out, but your nutrition is still on, you're not really losing that much. So let's not use that as an excuse for your fitness over the last couple of weeks. Let's just kind of like, you know, feel really good about the fact that you were focused most of the year, but just in general. Don't beat yourself up because that's why we're here today. We're here to make you thrive and push forward. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I was actually training with my trainer. So a couple weeks ago, she said, Sean, next time we do legs, you need to wear shorts like that. And there was this guy in the gym that had these short shorts. I mean, these shorts were so short. I was like, oh my gosh. She was like, I want you to wear shorts like that for leg day. I was like, do you know who I am? I was like, I'm going to find something shorter and tighter. (laughs) So yesterday was our leg day. I get to the gym and we have what we call it's it's the winter time in Arizona it's not super cold but usually in the summertime and most of the year in Arizona I go to this gym in a, in tanks and whatever I'm wearing like my shorts or my tights or whatever and I don't wear anything into the gym like covering me up but it's cold and so now I wear a hoodie and sweatpants so we start the workout and I have my hoodie and I have my sweatpants on in minute number 1 I'm like this is terrible and when i say this is terrible i actually love it so we get about 35 minutes into the workout and this particular leg workout is going to be an hour and 15 minutes and i was like oh my gosh i'm sweating you know i was just like i'm sweating and she was like sean i thought you were going to wear like the really short shorts when we did leg day next oh my gosh i was like i have them on i was like i have a tank top and these shorts on under here i was like this workout is so hard i was so focused i was sweating through my sweats and she was like you know, at the next set, you know, take it off. Or whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay, Kristen. So I ended up taking off my hoodie and my sweatpants and I started doing the workout again. And I was just like, it was really weird because I do work out. Most of the time I just, I just don't have anything on meaning like workout clothes, but it was really interesting working out in my sweats because all I had to, to go off of was the way that I felt and how slow I was going. And it made me realize like, oh my gosh, like I am progressing so much. I didn't look at how much weight I was doing. I know it was heavier because she always makes me go heavier when it's time. But I was like moving slow and I did not have to focus on what my legs looked like or what my core was or, you know, what my shoulders were doing. And it was just kind of an eye opener. And I was able to celebrate the fact that my focus is truly on the mind-muscle connection And a lot of times we go to the gym and we really focus on our physique and we really focus on what our abs look like or what our arms look like. And I just was really proud of myself. It was an eye-opener to say like, wow, I'm really thriving in my fitness when I'm so comfortable working out with clothes on that I don't even have to look to check myself to see how I look because I spent so many years thinking how I look because I had to go on camera. And it was a celebratory moment. It was also a celebratory moment when I took off my clothes because there were four or five people in the gym. And I I don't mean this in a, you know, a vain way, but there were all guys said to me, they were like, wow, from the day you walked in here to now, like, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I had your legs or I wish I had your butt. And these are straight men too. I was like, yes, queen, come through. Getting that outside validation was awesome too, but just that situation in general really helped me realize like, wow, I'm really thriving in my fitness. So I come to you. How are you thriving in your fitness? I think the first thing on a scale of one to 10, you can answer that question. But I think most importantly is, are you 
committing to what you say you're going to commit to. Because that is the tool that's going to help you thrive even more. If you say, I'm going to work out seven days a week, and you don't do it, you're going to beat yourself up every time you miss a day, and it's going to slowly slack off. And that's why I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you can only promise yourself two days a week, promise yourself two days a week so that you can celebrate two days a week instead of being like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Also, if you only give yourself two days a week, maybe three, you have days to make up if you aren't able to do it or something gets in the way. But when you hit that five and six days a week, you only have one or two days to make up for it. And usually those one or two days are already scheduled out for something else that you need to do. So it's going to be harder to make time for you to actually make up that workout. So how much are you thriving in your fitness? How does it feel? Are you committing to what you say you're going to commit to? Are you doing something that's in your lane? Because there's a lot of people that just want to go hard. I will tell you this. In May, I'm doing a new T25, <laughs> the next installment of T25. So you guys should be really excited about that. And I'm really focused on the mind-muscle connection and that intermediate level of fitness. Because what I realize is a lot of people don't want to destroy themselves every time they work out. And it's going to be really helpful. And then the last thing I'll say about that, are you having more negative thoughts about your fitness or more positive thoughts about your fitness? And that should be able to help you make the changes so that you can start to feel really good. If you like dance fitness, do dance fitness. Like I know people say you should lift weights and you should do this. But if you're not staying committed, you have to find a thing that you can commit to. Have muscle memory with your commitment and then start to add in those other things and your thriving will go to the next level. All right. Number four of seven, nutrition. How much are you thriving in your nutrition? This is going to be a really tough one for a lot of people because I know the one time you eat that piece of bread when you go out to dinner or that extra drink that you have, you probably beat yourself up over. And I'm telling you right now, you have to literally stop beating yourself up for the things that you're having fun with and enjoying. Really funny story. So I had to teach on body. I had to teach two classes on Monday, two classes on Tuesday. It was the first time I taught a dance class in this particular time. And I was so happy to teach Live It Up. I taught two classes. I had to teach two classes the next day. And usually I lift weights all the time. And when you're lifting weights, which you don't understand what you're doing is you're literally burning sugar. I finished my filming for an hour and I go eat and I was so hungry and I had chicken and vegetables. Well, I had this crab cake thingy. Oof, it was so good. It had some bread at the bottom. I ate it. And then at the very end, the guy was like, hey, you know, do you want dessert? I actually said, do you have anything dairy free? He said, the only thing we have dairy-free is raspberry sorbet. I was like, well, give me the sorbet. And I ate the sorbet, and I was so happy. And then I had this moment that for so many years, I would eat that sorbet, and the first thing I would think about is how I'm going to burn it off tomorrow. And this time, I didn't. And I haven't been doing that for a while. What I love about my fitness and what I love about my nutrition, they go hand-in-hand, -hand and it's so on point that I don't beat myself up over those things. So with your nutrition, do you find yourself in a constant uphill battle? Do you find yourself in a constant uphill battle? Are you going out to eat and maybe you're like some of my friends 
that live in Hoboken and they love going out to eat and they love their wine and they love the pizza and they love literally all different kinds of really great foods. And are you eating those foods and are you being like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I ate that, right? Because if that's where you are, your nutrition is not thriving at all. There are plenty of people out there that are going to tell you these diets are the best or intermittent fasting is the best or eating six times a day is the best. And, you know, I actually saw a reel yesterday where somebody was like, had a sound and it sounded like people were fighting and he was eating a cookie and he was like, I'm just watching all these people on the internet fight over what diet they say is the best. It was, it was amazing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is so on point because nothing's right unless it's right for you. That is just what it is. I said it before and I'll say it again. Not everybody wants or needs to be a fitness model. I want you to be healthy. I want you to get your blood work. Make sure you are all in your zones. Make sure you're getting your vitamins in. Make sure you are, I say make sure you are eating as healthy as you can or want to. Do I want you to be super fit? Absolutely. But I also want you to be really, really freaking happy. For me, I'm at a place in my life where I am on a very strict regimen, but my strict regimen also is a part of my lifestyle. And so this is what I wake up in the morning. I have my oatmeal with my banana and my berries, and I have my protein powder and I mix it in there. And then a couple hours later, I drink my protein shake and then I eat a breakfast burrito. And then a few hours later, I have my chicken and my rice. And then a couple hours later, sometimes I sneak that low-fat red meat because at that point in the day, I'm like, I don't want to knock anybody out. Here's the thing. I'm not, I don't say I'm going to knock somebody out because I'm hungry because I'm not. It's because I'm like, I need to eat something with a little extra flavor. My last meal at night is always another protein shake. But here's what I'll tell you of what I just described to you. One, I am in a place in my life where I'm never starving. You never hear me say I'm starving if I eat when I'm, when I, when I'm supposed to eat. The other thing you're not going to hear me do or say is the only reason I say I shouldn't have that drink is because like I know my workout the next day or next two days are going to be tough. It's never because I shouldn't have that drink because having an alcoholic beverage with my husband at dinner is a part of our lifestyle. It's what we want to do. It's a part of my nutrition. And just like wine is a part of other people's nutrition and not drinking alcohol is a part of other people's nutrition. So right now I'm thriving in my nutrition. So I ask you that same question. Are you eating and beating yourself up? Are you saying, oh my gosh, I should eat more? Are you saying, oh my gosh, I should eat less? Is your fitness and nutrition in a battle? Because if it is, you're not thriving. Now, I don't know what thriving is to you. I know what thriving is not (laughs) to you. And so you have to get to a place where you're eating, you're happy, you feel really good, your digestive system is on point, and I'm all about getting the blood work done because it'll tell you your levels, where you are. You can talk to somebody, talk to a doctor or whatever. We had a guest on the show in 2022. His name is Jonathan Herzog from Herzog Vitality Center in Dallas. Reach out to them. Go listen to that episode. They're really great. Getting your blood work, getting you set up on things that can help you thrive. And so 
maybe you can use that. But when it comes to your nutrition, try to get to a place where you're thriving and not beating yourself up. It's a part of your lifestyle. You're as consistent as you want to be for the results that you want to have. And last thing I'll say is some people are runners or obstacle course racers or swimmers that require a thin body or maybe you feel really good at being your leaner and then there are some people who are really good who look and want to be really good at lifting weights and their, their desire is to be as muscular as possible and then there are some people who are like I just want to do my 30 minute workout during the day I want to have a good ass life I want to feel really good in my body but I also want to enjoy going out to dinner and I want to go out with my friends and I want to have a good time but I also want to be I also want to feel good in my body. There are more than just those three types of people. But for you you're going to thrive more in your nutrition when you are doing things and creating the lifestyle that's going to make you as happy as you can possibly be. One of the things that I got an email about from Carl Dykler Beachbody is talking about how for Beachbody, you know, they're talking about January is health esteem month. And we always talk about self-esteem and like building your self-esteem. And we're talking about health esteem. Where is your health esteem? And <laughs> some people don't like this, but I find it to be very interesting. I think they say like eat dessert first because everyone's telling you not to eat dessert and not to enjoy your life or not to do this. And it's like, and I don't even want to say in moderation, but Having a cookie, being like, this cookie is really good, you can still eat your meal. I'm all about eating the protein first. I'm just saying, maybe you have a protein dessert. But what is your health esteem like? Are you feeling really good in your health? Or are you feeling like, oh my goodness, I should be doing just a little bit better in my health? What is your health esteem? And that also really helps when it comes to not being bullied or bullying yourself to live up to the expectations of what other people want you to be. But I am here to motivate you to be as healthy as you can possibly be for longevity, for energy, for mental power, for the daily fuel that you need to get through life, to be in a good mood. So even if a desire when it comes to physicality is not important to you, those things that I just mentioned should be at the top of your list so that you feel good even when you're in your nutrition. Relationships. Oh my goodness. How much are you thriving in your relationships? If you're married or if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or a partner, look at it that way. If you're not, think of a relationship or maybe your friends or maybe the relationship with yourself. How much are you thriving in the relationships in your life? I think that <laughs> I have an example I want to talk about. You know, I'm just going to say it. So Scott and I have been together for 12 years. And one of the things that people used to say to us all the time when we talk about, you know, oh, we're so much in love and we're so intimate and we have, all, oh, this is so great. People are like, you know, that stuff is going to die down. And he and I were always like, okay. And maybe we're different. I mean, we definitely get into our lover's quarrels, if you will. Sometimes he has to cuss me out. Sometimes I have to cuss him out. And sometimes we have to cuss each other out. And we have to get through it. People say, my relationship's not perfect. I'm like, if perfection is going through shit and trying to get through shit, then I think it's pretty perfect. Because we're not, I don't think not fighting is perfect. I definitely don't think fighting all the time is perfect. But I just feel like 
there's evolution of life because there's growth with two people. And so your relationship has to go through that in order to thrive and get better. One of the things that it made me feel really good, but it made Scott feel really good too. This is so ridiculous. But this is how I know my relationship is thriving. You know, we're intimate and we have a great intimate relationship. And But a lot of times, like, you know, we got to get it done before the kids wake up. We got to, like, go to a hotel for the night or we have to wait till the kids go to sleep and we're tired. So we just, you know, you're kind of rushing through that, yo, let's kind of get this done. And so we were in L.A. together. We didn't have any kids and we weren't, like, <laughs> rushing through the deed. And so in the middle of being intimate, I just looked at him. I was like, you know what? Oh, my gosh, I love you so much. And I thought he was going to cry because <laughs> for me... It was like, we don't have to rush. Like, I can actually take my time and look at you and enjoy you. And it wasn't like the body. I mean, it was literally, I was looking at his face and looking into his eyes. And I was just like, wow, this is like really great. And it helped me realize my relationship with striving, you know, because I'm able to do that in that moment. And, you know, through all the turmoil of what we're going through and what we have to go through during the day and just life. And so for me, that was just kind of like a bar. But. Think about your relationship. Where are you on that scale? If you feel like you're in a good place or you feel like you're in a, in a not so good place, me and Scott, we used to have all the time and now we, we, we have them again, what we call hot tub confessionals, where once a month we go in the hot tub. We Well, now we have water because I'm too old to be drinking in the hot tub now. But we just go out there and we're chilling and we're talking and you know, sometimes we're next to each other. Or we're just like relaxing. What happened this month? Was there something this month that happened that made you mad? Or you, not even with each other, just like really opening up to each other and finding that moment that's like, this is kind of like our safe space. And so we do it in a hot tub, but maybe you and your spouse can do it somewhere else or you and your friends can do it somewhere else. Maybe you just have to meditate with yourself and talk about your personal relationship with yourself and yes, there are so many different types of relationships. There's your spouse, there's your friends, there's family, there's in-laws, there's the mom, there's the dad. I mean, no family is perfect. So thriving in all your relationships, 99.9% .9 of the time is not going to be a 10. And if it's a 10 now, probably in three months, something, some shit's going to hit the fan where it's not going to be perfect. However, what you really want to do is, again, like I talked about in the beginning of the show, find out where you are right now even if you're in a really good place, because a lot of people ignore things when they're in a good place. They're like, oh, we're in a good place. You got to have the check-ins then. You have to have the check-ins in the middle because a lot of people, there's this, you can be on this high and then there's a downhill slope and there's a point at which it just goes off the cliff. And so sometimes you have to catch it on a downhill slope as well. And even if you are at the bottom, even if you've already fallen off the cliff, there is still a way for you to talk about what it is that you want or need. Sometimes relationships ain't supposed to be there. But a lot of times you can salvage a relationship or moments in a relationship and you can make them thrive just by having that check-in with each other. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Number six is my favorite, mental health. Oh, my goodness. Religion mental health. You know, we have a lot of mental health talks here on Trust and Believe. I don't want to do too much in the mental health because I know I talk about it all the time, and I'm definitely going to be talking about it more in 2023. But where's your mental health? A lot of you may know Twitch, who was the fake DJ on the Ellen show, such an incredible human, committed suicide a few weeks ago. It's extremely traumatic for a lot of people, especially those who knew him and those who are in the dance world and those who watch him and look at this person as this really happy, jovial, always smiling. I just remember I was in LA rehearsing for Let's Get Up and he lived in the same neighborhood where my Airbnb was and I went to Ralph's, which is the grocery store in LA. I was about to pull out and I saw Twitch we got out the car and it was like, oh my gosh, like we just had this amazing moment, this amazing interaction. Cause we, at that point we had, we actually knew each other and we chatted a lot, but we, we, so we met in the parking lot and then I'd be walking around the neighborhood and I would see him and his wife. And it was, you know, he was always just that person that was super happy and super jovial. And I don't know, there's a lot of people saying this is what happened and this is what he felt like. I don't know what he felt like. I haven't talked to his family or his wife, but here's what I know. He was struggling. And so if you're struggling, if you feel like you are not being able to, even if you feel like you're like, oh, I'm just maintaining, or even if you're happy. I went back to therapy in 2022 because I felt peace and happiness. Finding a therapist or a counselor will completely change your life. Now, there's a lot of people out there who... I've spoken to, they say they don't like talk therapy. And a lot of these people that say they don't like talk therapy is because they don't like hearing or feeling their past. And some people maybe just need another way. But whatever it is and whatever you need when it comes to thriving in your mental health, do it. There are just so many tools out there for you to just at least pay attention to it. And just trying to get your mental health in a really, really good space. That's the one thing where I'm going to say, trying to get to that level 10, while it is challenging and no one stays at a level 10 all the time, can be really, really fun. I started my therapy again yesterday after a few weeks, like maybe two months off because of busy and traveling. And I just remember walking, going in the elevator. I'm just like, this is going to be so great. So I want you to think about whatever kind of therapy you're going to, I want you to go into it saying, this is going to make me feel really, really good. So number seven, this is the last one, and I'm really excited about this one. How much are you thriving in your effort? How much are you thriving in your effort? And this kind of sandwiches, you know, number one, which was the totality of your life and everything we talked about in between. Effort is just the output. And so I'm going to ask you, is your output matching your desire to reach your goal? And 
everything in between. How much output are you putting to get to this thing or this goal? Or even if it's just waking up every day and it doesn't matter, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, what is your effort like? Do you feel like you have the energy? You know, a lot of people don't feel like they have the energy to just do. And if you don't feel like you have the energy to do, then your effort is not going to be at its highest ability. With shoulder surgery last year, you know, it was an eye-opener because I'm I can't use this arm. <laughs> like, I, I literally couldn't do it. Scott had to give me a shower. I couldn't even do things that you normally do when you go to the bathroom. But in order for me to thrive, I have to put effort toward that. The first thing I had to do was put effort into asking for help. And then I was like, okay, now I can move my legs. So I got on a bike and I started riding the bike. I'm like, I'm putting as much effort as I can in a safe way to do this. And then I got to a point where I can move a little bit and I was, I could do a little bit of dancing. And I used my shoulder surgery because that was the thing that was the most prohibiting for me last year. And every step along the way, I was like, what effort can I put into this to get to the goal and get to where it is that I want to be? Like, what is my output? And then that cleared my head and again, went to therapy. And then I realized that I have to make myself stronger. So I started lifting weights. And so for me personally, now in 2023, I'm putting effort into being in a physique competition. I'm like a little bit nervous about it, but I'm also really excited about it. But I just know that personally, in my personal life, for what I want to do with my body, just for fun and extracurricular activity, the things that I have to do. I used to celebrate, oh my gosh, I'm so happy I only have to work out 30 minutes a day, which I still think is a really great thing. But for me to get to where I want to be, minimum, I'm working out an hour and a half. That is minimum on five of the days a week, I'm working out an hour and a half. So, but I'm committed to the effort. So... In your life, how much are you thriving? How much effort are you putting in to getting what it is that you want? What is your output? And the thing that goes beyond that that's going to help that is what's fueling you? Are you the kind of person out there that is just giving, 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 giving? And I do believe that you should give without expecting, but you should give without expecting from other people. But when you give, you have to expect yourself to find a way to refuel yourself. And that is the most important thing here. In order to put effort into something, you have to constantly refuel. And that's why it is very important for you to be positively selfish throughout this entire process of thriving. The only way you're going to thrive is if you're not afraid to give to yourself, to be true to yourself, to put yourself first, right? Even with kids, people are like, I put my kids first. I'm like, good for you. I'm so happy for you, but I put me first because if I'm miserable as hell, my kids are going to be super miserable. I put me first. I woke up at five o'clock this morning because I had to record a six o'clock podcast and I was like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my little social media. I'm going to watch my little tennis. I'm going to eat my breakfast without having a kid sitting on my lap. And I love when they sit on my lap, but I'm putting me first and I have to make sacrifices to put me first, but just doing that fueled me. It woke me up. It made me feel good. It's giving me a great start to my day. And you know what else I'm going to do to put myself first? I'm going to find a moment to take a nap today as well, because I'm going to need that to get through the rest of the day. Now I'm just talking about something what I find to be a little bit simple, but in your life, are you fueling yourself to get it to where it is that you want to be? And some of the other stuff we talked about, like for me, it's like, all right, 
when I go back to my job, I'm like, do less, give more effort in the less. And so that gives me more time. That gives me more time to fuel myself. Your mental health and doing something for your mental health is fueling yourself. The nutrition is fueling yourself. The fitness is fueling yourself. All of these things that we talked about. Your job, while it can be looked at as fueling something else, because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm making this person money. I'm making this person money. Okay, great. But until you have your own business, how can you do really well so that you get the education so that you're fueling yourself and you're filling your own tank and you are obviously helping someone along the way, but you're also helping yourself. So, all right, everyone, I love and appreciate you being here. It's just a reminder, please leave us a review. Oh my gosh, the team here, trust and believe, loves to hear what you have to say and we want to make the show better and better and better. Also, you have the opportunity to sign up for ad-free shows. Click the link in the show note. You get it ad-free and you just hear me talking the entire time. And you can continue to trust and believe in who you are.